This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. We continue in Daf HaShavua. We're up to Masechta Yavamis Daf Ayin Ches Amod Aleph. We begin tonight Ayin Zayin Amod Beis, two lines in the bottom. And the Gemara is going back to Machlokes Reb Shimon and Reb Yehuda in the Mishnah regarding the females of Mitzrayim, where Reb Shimon made a Kavachoymer. That if the females of Amun Amoyav, where the males are Asr forever, the females are Mutter, so Mitzri, where the males are only Asr for three generations, certainly the females should be Asr. And Rabbi Yehuda is of the opinion, no, the females are always, um, the, the females are Asr for three, three generations, because it says, Banim lohem dar shlishi, that anyone who's born, male or female, is also for three generations. Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan said, Ilav the Amar Rabbi Yehuda hakas of Talon Baleda. If Rabbi Yehuda would not have written this argument that the Isser of Mitzri, even for females, is dependent on birth, he never would have found his hands and feet in the Beis HaMedrash. He would not have any standing ground. It's only because he said, that male and female are usher, that he's a viable opinion. Why? Because we know there's a machloikis between Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yoisi, that the Isser against marrying a Mamzer, an Amoini, a, Mo- a Moavi, an Egyptian, an Adoimi, is um, into marrying Kahal Hashem, that... In other words... Are they allowed to marry a, a ger from another uh, nation? In other words, can they marry gerim? And Rabbi Yossi is of the opinion that they're allowed to marry um, gerim because gerim are not considered the kal Hashem. They're a separate congregation uh, by themselves. They're not considered the kal Hashem. But Rabbi Huda is of the opinion that Gerim are the Kal Hashem. And therefore, um, an Adoimi, a Mitzri, a Mamzer cannot marry um, Gerim. So according to Rabbi Huda, these individuals are not allowed to marry Gerim because he holds Kahal Gerim Ikri Kal. Congregation of Gerim is considered a Kal by, a Kal by itself. So Mitzri Sheni Bimayitar. How would a second generation Mitzri ever turn into a third generation? Uh, because who would he marry? Who exactly would a Mitzri Shani marry? If you're going to say that a Mitzri Shani female is Mutter, well then that means a Mitzri Shani is part of the Kahal. If so, so the males can never marry the females. If the males can never marry the females, then who exactly is the Mitzri um, marrying to ultimately get the Isser of Mitzri to the third generation? Look at Rashi. Rashi says on Ayin Zayin Amad Beis, Kivan Amar Mar Kahal Mikri Kahal in Masech Kedushin. If the Kavos are, um, per, are permitted immediately, 
they're a kahal, and a mitzvah rishona can't marry them. A mitzvah shnia can't marry them. So then, how do who exactly does the mitzvah rishon and sheni marry that the next generation would be considered third generation? So says the Gemara. Well, maybe Dilma di Avarvenosov. It's talking about that if the Egyptian Mitzri um, Ger married the uh, female, even though he wasn't allowed to, the third generation is permitted. Maybe Taka, you wouldn't be allowed to. But it's talking about where he went ahead and he did it anyway. Says Gemara. No, the loy, the The pasuk would not talk about cases of. Um, where a person went ahead and did an Isser, even though they're not allowed to. It's not Mestabra that the Torah's uh, permission that in the third generation the Mitzri becomes the Mutter is talking about a scenario where the Mitzri went ahead and violated marrying the Mitzris. Says Gemara, what do you mean? You're saying the Torah doesn't talk about cases of violation? Hare Mamzer, the Eve the situation of a mamzer is where somebody went ahead and did an iser, and yet the Torah still talks about it. it says Gemara, Di'i a case of if that could bring to an iser the Torah writes about. Namely, where somebody lived with a relative, produced a mamzer. It talks about that because that could lead to an iser. Um... So that we know that if a mamzer in fact is created, you can't live with it. But the e lehatera like but a case of if that leads to a heter, namely that the mitzri violated the isra and lived with the mitzris, in order to tell me the heter of the third generation, where we only say the e to warn someone of an isra, we're not going to say if they violated to give a case of heter. Says Gemara, we don't say a, a case of violation for heter. Hare machzer grushasai, but if somebody takes back his grusha, where the e lehetera, that's a case where a person violated it, but the child is mutter, and yet the Torah wrote it because the Torah wrote it anyway. Says Gemara, hasam yisham ikari suruhu dekasi. There it wrote the case of machzer grushasai to tell me. The Iker Isser and Agavorcha mentioned that if you have a child, the child is mutter. Okay. Now the Gemara is going to discuss the fact that by the Isser of Mitzri, it says Banim and it says Dairais. Why do we need both phraseologies, Banim, children, and Dairais? What's the Lashon of the Pasuk? It says, Banim Asheivodulahem Dair Shlishi. So, it says Banim and it says Dar. It says Gemara, Tanra Banim, Namar Banim, Lama Namar Dairais, from Namar Dairais, Lama Namar Banim. If it says Banim, why does it say Dairais? If it says Dairais, why does it say Banim? It says Gemara, Im Namar Banim, Velay Namar Dairais. If it would say Banim and it wouldn't say Dairais, how you see, I would have said Bain Rishain Vishaini Asar. If it would say Banim, I would mistakenly read it to mean the firstborn son and the secondborn son are Usr. The thirdborn son is Mutter. I would say Banim means literally the sons, the number of sons, not generations. Lekach Nemar therefore it says generations to teach that sons is not the number of the son, but rather it's 
the generation. And if it say generations, I would have said, The Torah is only referring to those who actually stood on Har Sinai. If it would just say, let's say, without saying Banim, that, so you would think it means that starting with the third Dar from, from Klal Yisrael, who stood on Har Sinai, then uh, they're allowed to marry into Mitzrayim. So basically it's saying that those Jews who stood on Har Sinai, the first and second generation can't marry Mitzrayim or Edoimim, but the grandchildren can. So if it would say Doirois, you would say the third generation of Jews is allowed to marry Mitzrayim. So therefore it had to say Banim. Now, now the, we darshan some other psukim in the context of Mitzri. It says Lohem. It says to them, which means you count the three generations from them then it says not to them but for them so it says two things And it says, Dar Shlishi Yavai Lahem Bekal Hashem. The first Lahem, Banam Ashayivodu Lahem, which means Menemehem, you count the three generations from them, they are generation number one. Lahem says, Halechachab Sulan, you follow their disqualification. If either an Egyptian who's a Zachar or an Adoimi who's a Zachar, if they convert and they marry Yisraelis, or if Yisrael marries a woman from Mitzrayim or Edom, we follow whoever is the convert. The children will take on the psul of whoever is the convert, whether it's the father or the mother. The Yitzchak Lamechtav Lahem, the Torah needed to write to them, the Yitzchak Lamechtav Asher Yuvaldu. And it had to write who were born. Lohem implies that we count the three generations from the ger itself. And, and it had to say who are born. Implying that the third generation is the, the third generation that's born. So how do we reconcile this? If the Torah would write that the sons that are born have I would say the Torah is saying you counted the generations from the sons. If it would say then I would think you count the generations from their sons. Son, grandson, great-grandson. That we start counting from them. Have Amina that a mitzvah mu'ubarash in Asgarif, an Egyptian, is pregnant and then she converts. You might think if it would have said Lohem that her and her son is one generation. So no, they could count as two generations. Now, the Lohem Mamzer, it needs to say for them over here. 
and it needs to say to him by a mamzer. Why do I need both of these psukim? That it says lohem by mitzri and it says loy by mamzer. If the Torah only write over here that this din, again, we're in the din of halach achar psulan. If the Torah only wrote halach achar psulan by mitzri mishum deval misila mitipa psula, I would say because the a mitzri, he comes from a, a, a contaminated drop. A mamzer who comes from a drop which is kosher. Why is that? Because at least the mamzer's father was kedasu kedin. Emaloi, I would say that he's not thrown out. Because Rachmana gave mamzer, if the Torah only say it by mamzer, because a mamzer is not fit to come into the congregation ever. And therefore, that's why we follow the psul, whoever the psul is. Who the third generation is permitted, I would say that we don't automatically just follow the psul. So I need both cases. Now we come to the very interesting sugya of, okay, what exactly is a third generation mitzri? Let's say one parent is generation two and the other parent is generation one. Do we go by... Do we say, well, one of the parents is generation one, so the descendants is generation two, or do we say one of the parents is generation two, so the child is ready generation three? You have a, a two generation that married a first generation. We're lenient and we say the kid is already mutter, the kid is a third generation. So, if we consider it a shlishi, doesn't that mean we follow him? Master Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef questioned this, Rabbi Tarfa Rabbi Tarfa said, Yichoy mamzerim li tahar. Mamzerim have a way to become tahar. Kate said, how would a mamzer become tahar? Mamzer nasa shivcha. A mamzer marries a shivcha. Havlad eved, the vlad is an eved. So this shows that we don't follow him, we follow her. Because the Mamzer marries the Shivcha, the Shivcha produces Avadim. We don't say that Avadim are Mamzerim, he frees the Eved, and the Eved is now your son. So we see that we follow her. Because the mother is the shivcha. And yet Rabbi Yochanan said that if he's first generation, if he's second generation, and he marries a first generation, the kid's a third generation. So Rabbi Yochanan says we follow him, and Rabbi Tarfan says we follow her. Says the Gemara, Shani Hasam. There, when if the mother's a shivcha, we follow a different category of rules, the Amar Krah, because the Pasuk says, The woman and her offspring belong to the master. So there's a special Kzeres HaKosov by a Shifcha that we follow the status of the Shifcha, even though by Mitzri we'll follow 
his status, if he's a two and he marries a one, then the kid is a three. Masav Rava. Rava asked on Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda said, this is a verse we had earlier. Minyamin ger mitzri hayoli chavar mitamide Rabbi Akiva. Minyamin, the ger mitzri, was a friend of mine from the students of Rabbi Akiva. Va'amar, and he said, Ani mitzri rishayin. I am a first generation mitzri. V'nasasi mitzvah rishayna. I married a first generation mitzri. Asi levni mitzvah shniya. So I'm a first generation, and I married a first generation, and my son who's a second generation, I'll marry him to a second generation. Can they share Ben Beni, Roy Love because my grandson is fit to come into the cow. Now and if you're gonna say that we follow him, and then in that case when a second generation Mitzri marries a first generation then we say the kids are shlishi. Afilu rishayna nami. Then the din should be that even if Minyamin's son would have married a first generation, the kid would still be permitted. In other words, we're saying that Basar Diday, we follow him. So then why did he have to? marry his son to a second generation, even if he married off his son to a first generation, but we follow him, and the son was second generation, so his son should automatically be third, even if he married first. So, ha, the Gemara answers this. Ha'amar Rabbi Yochanan Latana, Rabbi Yochanan said to the Tana who taught this, Raisa, Tanei Rishayna, we're going to make the following little tweak to the Brisa that I'll take from my son a first generation and his kids will be fit lavai, roi, lavai, In other words, you're asking such a good stira that we have to just amend what Rabbi Yochanan said. That married a mitzvah rishayna. The bina is a sheni, not like Rabbi Yochanan in the first version. According to this version, it shows that we follow the mother. But Abayi said, Someone designated an animal. That that's pregnant, and it gave birth. So again, somebody designated an animal that was pregnant for a carbon chatas, and the 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 someone designated a animal that's pregnant as a chatas, and then Shitaka gave birth. So, someone designated an animal that's pregnant and the animal gave birth. So if you want, you could be miskaper with the chatas itself. Ratzim miskaper is buvlada. Now, the Gemara asks, If the uber is not a part of the thigh of the mother, 
So it's like a case where somebody designated two carbon chatois as a guarantee for each other. Vam Ravoshia, Hifrishte Chatois Lachrais, the Sony designated two chatois um, and they're responsible for each other. Miskapra Ba'achas Mehem Vashniya Tira. So he atones for one of them, and the second one, you let the animal graze. But Ela Iyamrid Uber Yerachimai, if the Uber is part and parcel of the mother, Havale Vlad Chatos, then. Since then, when a person designates an animal that's muberes for a chatos, the chatos is considered um, a chatos under those circumstances. Uvlad chatos lemisa azil, meaning if uber lav yarachimai, if the the embryo is not considered an extension of the mother. But we learned as fa- follows that. You use one of them to be mechaper, and the second one you let it graze. But the problem is, then it's a vlad chatos, and a vlad chatos is, it goes automatically lamisa. So Rav Dimi didn't have an answer to that. Ishtik, he was silent. Amale, so Abai said to Rav Dimi, maybe there's an answer over here. Dilma shani hasam. Maybe there, in the case of uh, the descendants, the the children of the rams by these two um, <coughs> gerim who are from Vodu, it says that are born the same svar that they told the Beis Yosef that the Pasuk makes it dependent on their birth Amar Rav Dimi said back Karkafta you important person I saw your head between the two pillars in the base of Mekdash. When Rabbi Yochanan said this teaching, this was such an important teaching that I saw Rabbi Yochanan was all by himself to be able to misnahig in this fashion. Okay, Rabbi Sai. Um, that's Ayin Ches. For now, and um, we're going to try to do Ayn Chesam this Thursday night. Okay, thank you very much for joining, and I wish everyone a wonderful night. Call to. Thank you, Okay, bye bye. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.